All right. This episode is sponsored by Fiverr. Fiverr is a freelancing marketplace where people can find freelancers in an affordable budget. If you check out our website at theunfilteredpodcast.com, you can find a short tutorial on how they work. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Podcast where all opinions can be voiced. I am your host, Blue. Hello, Adriana. Blue. I'm Adriana. Go ahead. And I'm Tom Fox. Today we are joined by one of the biggest inter- entrepreneurs in the world, founder of the Compliance Podcast Network, and he is the author of the award-winning FCPA Compliance and Ethics blog and the international best-selling book, Lessons Learned on Compliance and Ethics. Please welcome Tom Fox. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. We want to know, and our listeners want to know, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur and where where did you get the inspiration to create the compliance podcast network from so um so i'm a lawyer by professional training and background and in uh 2009 i decided to take the year off uh to race bicycles and um i was 50 i could race in the senior division so i went off on this great adventure and um had a ton of fun until one day I was hit by a Hummer while I was on a training ride. So that ended my cycling career. And after I convalesced for a while, I realized I was going to have to go back to work. And, um, but I was pretty banged up. So the only time I could leave the house was, uh, to go to physical therapy. So this was 2010 and I knew nothing about social media period. I asked my daughter, I said, honey, if you could, get me on Facebook if you could do that in one day I will give you a hundred dollars well you know 20 minutes later after creating my account she said okay dad you owe me a hundred dollars I learned a very <laughs> very valuable lesson from that always go to the experts uh, and so I decided to start exploring social media Facebook LinkedIn Twitter and um, because uh, because I was laid up I couldn't meet anyone. I couldn't call call on a customer. I couldn't go to a conference. I couldn't go to a trade show. I couldn't give a speech, couldn't have a drink, couldn't go to dinner, any of that stuff that you would typically do or you did back then to try to drum up business. But because I was on social media, within nine months, I created a worldwide consulting practice, literally out of my house. Uh, So that was a, a huge lesson for me that there was this whole world out there of social media, which in 2009, I knew nothing about. By 2010, I was pretty good at. And so I started blogging. You mentioned the blog uh, that I still blog every day. And uh, the blogging led to book writing and the book writing and blogging led to podcasting. Uh, so I started podcasting in 2012. In my, uh, I, I practiced law in a very little niche area. So um, I was the first, uh, was the third blogger in my space, and I was the first podcaster. In 2017, I got the bright idea. I would create uh, a network, and I would be the one-stop shop for all compliance professionals 
in for the podcasts. Uh, so one resource. And so I went around to all the, uh, there were three big trade groups in my space. And I said, let's create this podcast network. And I couldn't get anyone interested. So I just did it myself. And I uh, percolated along with that. And in 2019, I decided to fully commit to it. So I took a year off from practicing law, bought all the cool toys. You can't see them now, but I have this great studio. And um, I made about $10,000. So I thought, well, that was a nice experiment. Um, (laughs) You know, I'll have to go back to real work and practice law. And then what happened was the pandemic hit and they shut the country down. And uh, starting about May of 2020, literally every product provider in my space called me with the same question, which was, how long do you get access to your network? Because of the work I had done in prior year when I didn't make any money, my answer was the same, 24 hours. Because I built out this huge network, I just didn't have any content for it. Uh, But I had 30,000 daily followers. So my little world blew up, my podcast network blew up. And since that time, I've been consolidating uh, that network. But then I've really moved away from law and compliance because I have two additional podcast networks now. I live in a rural part of West Texas, so I started a small regional uh, podcast network just to see what we could do locally. So I live in the Hill Country of West Texas, so we started the Hill Country Podcast Network, me and a couple of other guys. And in five months, we have 500 subscribers and 10 shows. And uh, there's very little media out here. The newspapers are either twice a week or once a week. There's some radio stations. There's no television. Um, so the podcast format is a really interesting medium for businesses to get their message out. And so we are trying to, to grow that. And then uh, about a month ago, I formed a third network which is the Texas Podcast Network. So um, I'm a big believer, uh, or I've I've made this pivot to podcasting really as an entrepreneur um, based upon the sort of outgrowth from practicing law and the message that the reason I wanted to come on and talk to you guys and be on your podcast is two things. One, you can do anything you want, really. But what I learned from when I had that accident, when I was cycling, Uh, If one door closes, the universe will always open another door for you. You have to be able to do two things. One, see it. And two, have the courage to walk through it. And that second part was what I'd never understood. I knew the doors were open. I could see them sometimes, but I didn't have the courage to walk through it. Well, for whatever reason, then I did. And it led down this path to, you know, the four of us are on this podcast today because of that. And I'm getting to meet some cool people. So, um, That's really what I wanted to, that's the part of my story I wanted to talk about with you guys and and have people understand that, you know, when the door closes, another one's going to open and see it and look and find it and then walk through it. Wow. Very inspirational. Great. Absolutely. Uh, Do you have any advice for the listeners in regards to being a successful individual in the entrepreneurship? So my advice is uh, follow your passion. If you are passionate, uh, everyone will see that passion. And what I try to tell people in the podcasting world is whatever you want to talk about, talk about that. Because 
what your passion is, it will translate to a podcast. Now we're doing this on StreamYard so we can see each other, but even just audio only, that passion comes across. And when I listen to podcasts, I, I listen to people who are passionate about whatever they want to talk about because that comes through. So um, I understand, I mean, I was a lawyer for a long time and, and I, sometimes I wasn't very passionate about that. But now I get to just, like I said, talk to people like you guys and explore these different stories and bring all of the things that we have learned to your listeners to try to help them understand they can do this too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What would you say are some mistakes that people make trying to get to where you are now? You know, the, the biggest mistake is they don't start. It, That's it's a good one. You know, you just have to get off your tail and start. And in the podcast world, I don't think you can have, I don't think you can fail as a podcaster. I think if you sit in front of, and I did this, my first few podcasts was me sitting in front of a mic it's embarrassing to look at now because I was so bad, but you know, it was clear that I enjoyed talking about that little area of the law. People saw that. And so, uh, number one, start Two, the best advice I got back when I was injured was from a woman who said two things to me. One was if, if compliance is what you want to do, that's fine. Just do it. Don't do anything else. Uh, and you've got to do it for at least six months, but really a year. And she was right. And so I just mentally committed to that. And that's why in 2019, I took the year off and I just picked a year because that advice resonated so well from when she had given it to me. And she was right. You have to give yourself time. Don't just, you know, try something and three months later go, oh, well, that was a failure. Uh, you have to build an audience. You have to engage. You have to get engagement. You have to learn your own voice you'll learn all of those things as you go along so you know just do it i did parody nike but you know it's really just start and then stick with it stick with it for at least a year that's some good advice that is was really there, good advice absolutely was there any setbacks and if so how did you stay motivated to keep keep going well, in the podcast world, the uh, setback was when, you know, I lost everything in 2019 uh, or I made only $10,000 because I couldn't live off of that. But I, you know, I budgeted for the year in case that happened. So I was able to, to get past that. And um, so what happened to me was I have a great phrase that comes to us from the Roman philosopher Seneca, which is when preparation meets opportunity, luck occurs. And I can remember being as down as I could be near the end of 2019 and somebody in the podcast world said, look, you're on to something. You just keep doing what you're doing. It'll pay off. And, and it did. So don't give up too early. Uh, just remember that something you can't foresee or can't predict is going to happen and your opportunity will come out of it. And for me, it was the pandemic, you know, in 2019, I never thought. In a million years we'd have a pandemic in february i might have had different but and then i never dreamed they'd have to shut the country down just because that had ha never happened to any of us yeah absolutely we also heard you had a have another book coming out can you tell us a little bit about that and what we can expect from that so um in december i published my first children's book 
so that was a very cool. And of course it's in compliance, which you might not think would have any people buy it, but it turns out I've published 25 books and that's my biggest bestseller ever. And it's called being a compliance officer is awesome. So, uh, that, um, I have two books coming out one this month, uh, which is a 2022 wrap up. And then I publish an, and, uh, I have a thousand page compliance handbook that I wrote in 2018 and I update it annually. And so I've just turned that update into the publisher. So I'll have two more books out in 2023. Wow. Oh, wow. That's nice. So be looking for those. Yeah. And so if, if you've got a podcast, you have a book because every episode you record, you can get a transcript of, and that's the first draft of a page of a paper or of a chapter. So you can uh, create your own book based upon your podcast. And it's a great way for you to expand your footprint. I would only fear that our book would get canceled <laughs> because we're very unfiltered. So well, the, the beauty of self-publishing is they can't cancel you. Okay. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to worry about that. Then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Wow. All right. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure the listeners will get a lot of knowledge from what you said, especially like, staying motivated and what you said about follow your passion because I know a lot of people around my age they'll say they want to do something but they'll always come up with excuses why they're not doing it and then they'll be in the same place they were like a year from now saying they want to do it so I mean you're absolutely right and just you know walk through that door just have the courage to walk through that door If, if you're passionate about something people notice and you will be motivated to give it your best effort and that will make you successful. Yeah, absolutely. I can 100% agree. Okay. Um, so we have a little tradition on the podcast before we end. Um, so we get questions like suggestion for advice from listeners as well as people in our discord. And one of the questions I'm going to read out I'm going to find the most appropriate one that kind of goes aside. <laughs> but they want to know and they want advice on bringing it up right now. Okay. So. <laughs> this one is kind of a little silly, but he wants to know. What's the ugliest name somebody can name someone and how to avoid it? I know, it's, it's very foolish. Well, probably the ugliest name are things that I either can't or I wouldn't say on air. So I have to leave all those out. <laughs> um, so my mother taught special education. So I was around disabled kids all my life. And they used to come to our house when other kids would chase them and pick on them. And, you know, my mother would take care of them. So I was always real protective of kids with disabilities. And it was, you know, sight, hearing, a lot of mental mental disabilities, some physical disabilities, you name it. 
And so to tease somebody, call them like a retard or something like that, that always just drove me crazy because I was around those kids and yeah, they may have been challenged, but they were the most loving, caring people on earth. And um, I guess that still bothers me if I'm still thinking about it today. Yeah, that is, that's people who do that are very um, ignorant. I think that's a big problem nowadays because recently we talked about in our last episode, bullying and the effects of bullying. Because typically the schools ignore it or the parents don't listen because it's been all over the news. People um, committing suicide from it. And they're young children, so staying yeah, motivated. Very young. Very, yeah. very young. So I'm glad you're, you stand for the people like that. So yeah, we do not support bullying for that reason. <laughs> But yes, um, that is all the time we have for tonight. And again, thank you for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. Do you have any, um, I have your online website where people can reach you and find more about you. Because I know our listeners will like what you have to say and more information about you. So where could they find your socials? So I'm on Twitter at TFoxLaw. I'm on LinkedIn, Thomas Fox. I'm on Facebook, Compliance Podcast Network. You can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. See the Compliance Podcast Network up there. I'm also at the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.com. Uh, if anybody has any questions, I'd love to be a mentor. I'd love to help out uh, and I'd love to engage with your audience. I wanted to thank you guys for inviting me on. Um, we had a, we just had a big conference, Podfest Expo, and um, one of the things that we tried to talk about there, and I, I'm an ambassador, so I include me in that is, look, there are people here who don't look like you, who don't sound like you, who don't talk like you. Those are the people you need to go talk to because we have to increase all of our diversity with ourselves. And so I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to visit with you all because you're not the kind of corporate audience I normally get to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You we should see us in every episode. And I love your we name, do. Uh, The Unfiltered. <laughs> we have different people from all around. Yesterday, um, last episode, we had somebody from Spain. <laughs> so we get people from everywhere. So it's nice to see different voices, basically. Well, thanks for bringing, uh, bringing them to us all. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. And thank you for coming on today. We really do appreciate it. Okay, guys. Thank you. Bye, guys. Tuning out. See ya.